Welcome to What the Famicom, home of video game nonsense. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode three of the What the Famicom podcast, the podcast about video game nonsense, bullshit, discussions about things in the video game world that you didn't really think you wanted to know or needed to know or cared about. And I'm here to tell you that it's just as unimportant as you thought it was. So I'm just going to ramble on about video games and I hope you enjoy. So for today's episode, you might be able to tell from the, you know, the name of the episode, it's about a certain title that's pretty famous in the PlayStation era. And I actually have a guest today who is on, you know, the subject of the podcast today. It's an old friend. I've known him for about 30 some years, to be honest. He goes by the handle Molten Funk on Instagram and Twitter. So if you want to find him on there, just look up Molten Funk. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I thought you meant do they want to introduce themselves to me. And I was like, well, uh, that's they do. Genitals? That doesn't or... make sense. Okay. I don't know. Well, if they want to introduce themselves to me, that would be fine as well. I accept all sorts of gratitudes, pictures, anything. Um, like nudies. I said, I'm... Nudies? Yeah. Nudalities? <laughs> nudalities? <laughs> uh, Kung Lao, nudalities. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm Nick. Uh, I've been in dance with the Famicom's friend forever. Um, and the whole reason he has me on this episode tonight, folks, a little bit of credentials. My AOL screen name was Soul Reverse 6. That's it. I wanted you to tell them. I know I didn't you want to did. Take credit. I could tell. So, um, you could say I, I got some credentials. I'm good for this one, you know? So, we're talking about Soul Reaver, dude. Isn't that weird? We always joke about Soul Reaver, and now well, we're finally talking about it. Can I jump in and just let our listeners know that, yeah, yeah. your AOL screen name was Soul Reaver 6, but you want to tell them what letter it was missing? <laughs> Second E. Apparently, Soul Reaver 6 was taken, so I had Soul Reaver 6. You didn't pronounce the er as long in the, uh, I bet you when you logged in all the chat rooms, they just thought you were, you know, the fucking worst. Yeah, they kind of did. It was weird. People were like, ah, we thought Raziel was showing up. And I'd be like, you know. No, just one E. Yeah, just one E, folks. (laughs) Uh, What's really crazy about this game and the the lore it has and everything going with it is that it's the second game. No one talks about the first game. So yeah, that's that's a great that's a great point because this there. was Go like ahead. the peak of the series. So just a little quick refresher before we go into our details and the actual details mm-hmm. of it. It was a game that came out on the PlayStation and it came out on Microsoft Windows and Dreamcast. Did in it come out on Dreamcast? Yeah, it came out on the Dreamcast. I remember. Okay, I know. It be- the- yeah, I remember it came out on Dreamcast because remember they would always do side by sides of graphics comparisons on the system. Dreamcast systems? looks like fucking amazing yeah. oh it did it would look great compared to the playstation even yes yeah, so it was it was a sequel to like blood omen legacy of kane which was also a playstation title uh it came out on the playstation the windows and the dreamcast all from august it was actually it's almost been 20 years it came out august 16th 1999 in north yeah. america and europe in the playstation it's kind of wild that it's exactly that many years later. That's yeah. So maybe I should hold this podcast 
you know, this episode for two weeks. And then I look like I really lined the shit out of this. Yeah, but then the sentences we just said for the past three sentences wouldn't make sense. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's all over. You're right. You ruined it. It's over. So you when said... Did, when did Blood Omen come out? Can you find... Uh, hold on. So Blood Omen came out in 96. So this is 99, correct? 99. So Blood Omen came out, and it was actually a par game, I want to say. Because I want to say, like, above par, below par, well, but it was just par, right? It was like an okay game. Yeah, so be, I do want to get in the history of that. Before, what are your actual memories of the game? Which one? Of Soul Reaver. Oh, no. that um, it, It's funny because I can't talk about my memories of the game unless I talk about my memories before the game came out. This game okay, was so a what, game what, that came across my radar in GamePro or... Literally, one of the gamer magazines that only nerds had. Mm -hmm. So it was like Legacy of Kings, is a gothic uh, tale of twisted woe and vampiric revenge and something like that. And I was like, whoa, that's that's really cool. And I actually remember the cover art. Um, the green cover that says Legacy of Kings Soul Reaver with all the weird lettering or whatever. And it has Raziel on there all in his cape, like looking down on something. Like, that's one of the first things I saw in the game, and I was like, this looks cool as hell, because he has claws, he doesn't even have, like, hands, and he's kind of a ram a vampire, but he's not, and it, he's, he's not, like... He has, no, he has no jaw. No. Well, I didn't know that from the picture, but, I mean, it caught my eye right away, and I was like, this is cool, and I don't know, just something about the graphics, the theme, the whole... It, it was different than most games. And I really liked the look of it. So I started reading articles on it. And I could I would read every article I could find. And this is all before the game came out. And I never played Blood Omen. I didn't play Blood Omen until after Soul Reaver. So mm -hmm. this is technically the first game for me. And I knew the whole plot before the game came out. So 99, you could find video clips. Like um, promos for games. But it was like hard to find. And like you could download them. And it would take a full day. They would buffer. And they would ruin your oh. Wi-Fi or whatever you had. No. What I did is uh, I had um, dial-up. And I actually dial downloaded. Up, yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually downloaded. I didn't just buffer it and watch it. I downloaded. So it would download to my computer the Legacy of Kane uh, Soul Reaver intro. Which to, to me this day is one of the best intros ever. And I saw Oh, I fucking agree. Game. It's yeah. phenomenal. Dude, it's awesome. And the graphics were like... Ten years ahead of its time. Like, it was where all the, um... For the record, it's... This is all, like... It's a vampire game. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh... Kane is a vampire, and he gets powers from defeating people and doing stuff, and he... You know, he has to decide if he's going to... Uh, maintain the pillars or make there everything There you go. There's fall. my boy. My boy I know, coming out with board. I know. Listen, a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Anyway, he, he can decide the fate of the world and all this stuff, and he eventually chooses evil, more evil and evil, because he loves eating people, he loves getting power, he loves absolute wait, power. Wait, wait, he loves eating people? Do, vampires don't really eat people. Well, eating from them. Like, once you eat from them, they died in the game. Yeah, but you said he enjoys eating people, and I want to... Well, he was also, they said, phonetic with his tongue on the females. Um, so that's not... Let me look up my notes. I don't think that's... That's oh, you can find it. it in the lore. I mean, you got to look real deep. And I'm talking deep. Like, I got to... Nah. <laughs> Didn't see it? Weird. Nah, it's not. It's not. I don't find it. It's Maybe it's on the powers? dark web. <laughs> it must be on the dark web. You I mean, it makes sense. It's, dark it's, web. No, it's a gothic game. It's probably on the dark web. It's very dark. Very dark web. But um, it's just... It's cool because I learned more about this game before it came out than any game previous, probably. 
because this was also the height of my ability to look things up. Like, because two years prior, I probably couldn't. Wait, wait, wait. The height of your ability is to look things up. Like, there was barely an internet then. I know, but like. How was that the height? Well, it was the height of my ability to look up video games stuff. Like, two years earlier, I could type in the name of video game and I would just get the video game for sale on like Target or Walmart or whatever website would pop up. Like, it was finally I could find articles online. This is probably one of the first times I could find, you know, like literature or something to read about or news about a, a game. Yeah, can we be that, honest though? Yeah, go ahead. Two years, two years prior, your parents probably couldn't even fucking afford a computer, dude. You're probably right. They were probably <laughs> banging on rocks, telling me it was a Colloquio five six six eight. You were yeah. in a cardboard box. You were wondering yeah. if you were going to eat the next day. Yeah, I was wondering, but then two years <laughs> later, fast forward, here I am. I can Google Raziel. Thank God for the. No, internet. I don't even think. I mean, was Google around then? Um, I don't know if it was Google, but I know I was looking all over the website for like pictures of Raziel and like articles. I remember a video game search engine called Antagonist. What? Ant. It was called like A N T, and it uh-huh. was like a little window, and it you were able to search for. I don't even think it was just video games, but it was like what Yahoo eventually became. It was like a little search engine, but it was called Antagonist. That's crazy. And you would you would use it all the time. I would see on your computer. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> so I mean, that kind of, to be honest, that segues into my memories of this game are mm-hmm. all your memories. <laughs> like I kind of I'm a fraud because yeah. I sort of discovered this game for myself through you a couple years later. Like I would. You got so hype, it was... Yeah, it was, it was my first hype train. And yeah. you know it was delayed two times? They were like, uh, this is going to release in summer of 99. Then they're like, oh, maybe fall 99. Then they're like, ooh, might get pushed back to 2000 like in February. And for me, that was the most damning thing in my life because I wasn't used to things getting pushed back. I was like, that's impossible. Aside from when you got shit pushed in, you know? <laughs> I got my shit pushed in, homie. Did you... <laughs> Mm. yeah so i guess that sort of mm-hmm. that goes right into what i usually talk about on these podcasts is sort of like a what the fuck happened wh- like why what where of certain video game topics and you just said like it got delayed legacy of kane was a franchise that people seem to enjoy and even though it hit its peak on its second title there was more games afterwards so it was like where where did this franchise go? How did it peak after its second game? How did it dwindle? Why do nobody care? Why does nobody care about it at all? You could say that about every game in a way. Like name a game from 15 years ago. Like people will find a way to not care about it. In fact, this podcast will publish, and then in four years there will be some kind of weird reawakening for Legacy of Cain. And we won't say, ah, oh, finally people care. We say, God damn it, now people care. They're so annoying. They don't yeah. get it. They're not real. They're not real fans. Like, mm-hmm. we will literally be mad at them. So, to be fair, it's like, I don't know. But what's crazy to me is the production and the the thinking and the plot and the architecture that went into this game and the design were bigger than any game that it should have been. Well, like you I, said, so you said mm-hmm. plot. So you said architecture. Describe, I mean... Because I well, can too, but just describe sure. what what the game is. Like, 
It's in so essentially from the intro video, which I re recommend everyone friggin' watch because even like twenty years later, it's still awesome. Dude, you can you can curse on this podcast, man. This ain't PG. This ain't your mama's <laughs> podcast. I know, I know. It's not my mama's or my friend Dan's podcast. The other Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's real cool because um, you're a vampire and you all have like special powers, and usually your leader Kane, who uh, from the previous, he evolutes before you and then other people start getting his powers well you were the first vampire one of his lieutenants raziel and you have evolution before him you grow wings and he's looking at your wings and he's like oh really the first vampire ever to grow wings before me like wow that's incredible and he's walking around you he's walking around you and he just rips those friggin wings in half like right off your back because he didn't want anyone having evolution before him he didn't want anyone getting a power before he had it and then he um, he looks at his lieutenant. Actually, that's funny. He doesn't even look at him. He just looks over his shoulder, and he's, your guy is screaming there in pain, and he goes, cast him in. I still remember the sentence. Yeah. That's so weird. Throws him and into the lake of The fire lake of or fire or whatever, yeah. The lake of the dead, something like that. Um, and he throws him in, and your whole body starts burning and just eating up. So it eats away your jaw. It eats away his wings. It eats away his like limbs. And he would usually die, but there's this weird elder god under the sea that's like a giant eye and an octopus, and it lets you not die. <laughs> and don't ask about the it reason behind this. It lets you us. not die. Yeah, that's what it... But it does let you die. So now your character, Raziel, like he lives in the soul world, which is the world of the dead, where everything's twisted and weird and like green and like twisted architecture and the map looks all shady and weird and then you can morph back to the world of the living but when you're in the living world you need health if that makes sense i mean that was just for the game but it's kind of cool yeah just to let everyone know that's listening yeah. that all happens in the three minute intro cutscene in yeah. the beginning the greatest cutscene this is the greatest cutscene ever it even Honestly, great, it's even great voice acting, right? Great voice acting. The voice acting in this is like yeah. Shakespeare, gothic, yeah. drenched yeah. in like, I don't even know, like professionalism. Like these yeah. dudes are dedicated to this part of these vampire lore. Well, and, and and production, like it's really well done. Yeah. Like uh, the voice matches up with the lips, which is weird for a PlayStation game in 1999. Yeah. Usually it's like they kind of siphon filter it and it's like, Gabrielle Logan. Oh, fucking like, That intro and siphon filter, I, I wanted to it's throw so, up. But it's so funny now that I enjoy it. But back then it was it was pretty bad, careless. Fucking gay, Gabe Logan. Gabe Logan. No, or Gabrielle Logan, always the optimist. <laughs> that'll be uh, that'll be episode four, siphon yeah. filter. Siphon filter. Anton Gerdu. It ends. Yes, uh, you yeah. you could say that whole speech from that game. I You're know, disgusting. but I'm not going to. You have a girlfriend, you have a full-time job and a baby, and you can say that whole monologue of the bad guy from that game. Can you say either of us have a girlfriend? Uh, no. <laughs> Video games is our girlfriend, I guess. Now. Yeah, basically. So, um, what's crazy to me about this game, so I just described the plot a little bit. Now you're seeking revenge on Kane, and your character can float between the living and the dead. And what's crazy is every enemy you defeat gives you powers so you're kind of like Kane. you're kind of like Kane again except revenge against Kane. yeah and your guy's blue which is cool and he has three-fingered claws 
It's badass. And glowing eyes. And he can eat souls because his jaw's missing. Ugh, so so, so I remember I remember that. I remember going shifting through the soul world and the real world. And I remember Did you know this is one of the first games to have um what was it called? No real- load times? Yes. Real time shifting, no There's load times. Absolutely no load time. So Which is if anyone's wild. fucking listening, if you have Legacy of Kane Soul Weaver, you that there's no load times in that goddamn game, which is perfect. That's insane when you think about it. There's still mm-hmm. games today that have load times. I was just playing a game called We Happy Few. I don't know if uh-huh. you've heard of it. No. It's it's a newer game, but it's like two or three years old. It was kind of high profile, mm-hmm. but it took forever to come out. And I just tried it on the Xbox. And in <sighs> 2019, there should not be load times. The load times were like. A legit three minutes long. Oh, dude! Three before I start the game. Oh, that's terrible. It was disgusting. It didn't even. I didn't even want to play the game anymore. That's so weird. It also shows how spoiled we are. But at the same time, like, I agree with you. Yeah. Bad. So I remember the shifting through time. I remember it being like there's a lot. Of, so when he was falling through the lake of the dead and his face was burning off and everything. The narrator, or no, he was the narrator. He was voicing it. He was doing. Yeah, the voice. he was voicing. He was doing the voiceover. Was, it was him. He talked about how, like, basically, a millennium went by as he was going through the, the. Oh, yeah, I guess time the does go by. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. So when you wake up, you, the whole world has changed. It's been a millennium. You've been gone. Everyone, all these lieutenants had their own clans. You were the head of a clan. Now everyone's just completely fucked. Every, all yeah. your brethren are monsters. There's no humans whatsoever. Kane is nowhere to be found. I remember this. I'm like, that's why it's so dormant. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so desolate. That's why it's so fucking goddamn creepy there. And it's just... I forget what else. I know there's time travel. I know the Soul Reaver... There is. It starts getting convoluted when you go to Soul Reaver 2 and stuff. But I focus on Soul Reaver by itself because I think that was a, a greater work. And the other ones were kind of just... I don't know. Oh uh, well, we'll get to the other ones. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, please. Mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna say, like, I remember the Soul Reaver being his weapon, and then time travel, and then you. There was the final fight with Kane. You fought That's, Kane. Yeah, uh, there's a big and thing then, about that. Dude, that wasn't supposed to be the end of the game. It was supposed to be the end of the game, and you fight. No, it I was remember, not supposed to be the end of the game. But so you fight him. You go through a portal, and then you meet Mobius, the time streamer. I think he was called the time streamer. He yeah, was the first he was. streamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't Mobius. even have Twitch. He was the first streamer. Uh, he was the time streamer, and he tell he says something like, uh, "This is your destiny, Raziel." And Raziel looks at the camera, and then the credits roll. And I remember either playing it with you, or you telling me about this. And you're like, "Yeah, it kind of just ends. Like it yeah, was unfinished." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wait, I don't know. like my feeble brain back then." I was like, "What do you mean unfinished? That doesn't make sense. Like, why would they put a game out unfinished?" Um, so you do, were you disappointed? Did you know it was unfinished? I knew beforehand it was going to be unfinished or like weird or rushed or whatever. So it, mm-hmm. it didn't surprise me. And I think I pretended to like it, but really I didn't <laughs> like it at all. You so, pretended to be okay with the abrupt. Yeah, I was going to be like, oh, it's, it's going to be fine, man. It's going to be cool. I love this game. Uh, for the record, I thought it was a cool game too, because we skipped over this, but like the way you fought was like. You impaled dudes on spikes you found around there, or like you had your yeah, dude. You could throw them in fire. You could throw them over edges. Like it was an interactive environment type game where you could throw your enemies into things. I thought that was really cool. Like you throw them in the sunlight, I think, and they would catch fire if it was in a certain area. Oh yeah, 
which is badass, especially for a vampire game, especially for a vampire. Ten ten years ahead of its time with everything. 100%. It's just, (laughs) except for the ending. So the idea was you would get all these powers. Like there was a a point where you learn to swim. Like before you touch water, it kills you. But Mm -hmm. this lets you, it's like Castlevania in that um, when you unlock a new power and unlocks a new area, like you have to swim to a new area. So now you have the swim power. You can get Wait, what What? Castlevania game did that happen to? Uh, I think they call those Castlevania, um, Castlevanian games. There's, it's it's a term I've heard in the video game industry. I think it means you uh, get a power I and unlocks think... a new branch. Okay. I think I, I could be wrong. Who? Someone call me out. You got my yeah. handle. I want viewers to call them out. I want. Call I mean, out. The I want you to come to my house. I want you to come to my house with a gun. I want you to put it in my oh mouth. My I want you to do this in front of my entire family. I want you to do this <laughs> in front of my boss. I want you to call up my parents. I want you to call my grandparents. And I want you to say, "Is it really a Castlevania?" I'll give you the right answer at that point. But until you do that, until you do that, you're a total bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, you're you're getting all these cool powers. What I read is there's a lot of conceptual art that went into this game. So they didn't just build this game willy-nilly, as I like to say. They actually designed architecture based on Gothic designs. Like, they they went back through medieval times. They designed pillars. They designed uh, dams, um, castles, shit like that. And there was a lot of concept art you can find for this game where they, they had actual architects design shit to make it look cool and Gothic and, like, old school and badass and just like look ridiculous and then from then they coded the game to look like that that's now, really cool i didn't right there's so much work done like i'm looking yeah. at a page that has all these like black and white artworks done they also did different renditions of raziel and what he looked like killing his enemies like there was a lot of putting down concepts before they even made this game yeah one of the cool things was uh they were supposed to have all these different areas that tied into each other. So, like, there's something called the Necropolis, the far northwest territory that had Malkaia and his clan, the Malkaia, and um, the Force Glyph you were supposed to get from there and then be able to use the Nuripata's Retreat. Like, I'm reading these places. I don't 100% remember, but they were written down. It was supposed to be kind of like a book. You were supposed mm-hmm. to get a silence cathedral where no sound was allowed and the vampires would fight with silence. And oh, then, wow. like... In that in that cathedral, there you would get the sound glyph, which would give your soul reaver the power of sound, and you can make sound. You could like make bells toll and crap. Like they had all these ideas planned out, like where you would get different glyphs, and your soul reaver would have different powers imbued with it, and these powers would unlock new things and let you do cool things. Well, guess what? Production team only gave them so much money. Uh, timeline. Who was made by Eidos and Crystal? It was right? made by uh, Eidos Interactive. It was developed by Crystal Dynamics. And Crystal. So what, whatever happened is one of the two said to the other, like, hey, uh-huh, we need this released in like six months. And they were like, this is going to take five years. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, we have to do this. The storyline yeah. has to check out. We got to get new powers involved here. They literally cut out like four or five of the Reavers. Because mm-hmm. they were just like, listen, we don't have time for it. We're going to cut through them. Uh, then they get to the end of the game where it's like the fight with Kane, the, the end fight. They were like, it's supposed to be a sequel anyway. This isn't the real ending. We're going to include all this stuff about time travel. And they're like, let's just cut it short and include it and do it to be continued. And I think they were like, 
there was fights in fighting at the studios, but what are you going to do? I mean, the game's been delayed twice now. So I think they were just like, yep, let's do it. <laughs> you're No, you're right. It, yeah. There's a lot more behind that, like how Legacy King Soul Reaver ended on a cliffhanger and sort of did, like... It's Didn't crazy. Else it's also crazy because games nowadays, nowadays it's like you buy a game half in development for five bucks and you can play it for like six months. Like that's the yeah, norm. and then like an back episode then, comes out or yeah, DLC then, or shit no, like that. Back then it was like if you buy a game, it better be done. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so going off of that, let me let me rewind mm-hmm. a minute and start from the beginning because we me... we sort of dipped our toes into. The first game we're gonna see if we can trace how it went wrong where it went wrong so the first game in the series we mentioned it was called blood omen legacy of kane okay and you mentioned how it was 96 96 just for the sure. i believe it just for the playstation yeah just PlayStation. it was it was a top-down fantasy rpg mm-hmm. and you played as the from what i remember you play as the first level is you're this guy kane he was in a bar he gets yeah, killed. Yeah, that's I forgot. He gets he killed. He's, that's so then funny. He's in, then he's in hell, but it's not really hell. It's just some demon is like, "Yo, dog, go! <laughs> I'll raise you from the dead. You're a vampire. Go, go do something." It's like, I think You're it was like trickery. really sure changing all the terminology, but I, I like it. <laughs> like, go do well, something. Yeah. Well, he basically was sort of manipulating Kane. He just brought him back to life to sort of interfere with like this vampire mafia yakuza like type group and they and this demon wanted them out of the way so we asked kane he was like yo kane can you do this for me and kane was like well first i'm gonna find the people that killed me secondly i'll help you yeah so revenge that was the that was the first game it was all about revenge and it i remember i never finished it but it was like apparently 60 hours long of you just jesus christ really yeah there was i didn't even know this there was time travel involved in this one too there's there is like a bajillion mentions of time travel in literally every single one of these games. So long story short, you you find these pillars, and the area in which this whole universe takes place the is pillars of Nazgoth. Nazgoth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you find these pillars, the pillars of Nazgoth, and they each represent something different to make the world run. I guess to make their world like whole. Right. And wasn't it based was, on like the values and shit? Yes, basically. Yeah. And in the end. You defeat, I don't even fucking know, I don't even care to look up this dude's name, but you defeat the bad guy. And uh-huh. you realize that Kane re- finds out that he was actually, he's supposed to be one of the pillars. And he's supposed to decide what to do with the world. Martin. So he can either choose to, uh, I guess, kill himself and bring balance to the world. Or stay a vampire and curse the whole world. And curse the world and the vampires. So the route in which the people that made the sequel decided to make the bad ending canon. So they were like, you know what? This ending's really fucked up. We love it. Let's make a sequel based off that. Fucked up. So He picked the bad ending. Yeah, so the the details of it is Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver, released two years after, takes place 1,500 years after the first game. It's about Raziel. He's a lieutenant. Kane has literally wiped out 99.9% of humanity. If there's any humans left, they're probably fucking slaves or yeah, like slaves or something. And Kane just rules with an iron fist. And like you, you, you know, re, you rehash the story about Raziel and how he got his uh, wings ripped off. 
And so when he got burned and he disappeared for a thousand years and you start playing the game, you find out all your other lieutenant brothers are all literally monsters now. And their whole clans, all these dudes that you throw on spikes, you throw in flames that you were talking about, and this like yeah. desolate landscape, everyone's a monster now. So there's all your brothers, I believe their names are Melkaya. Yeah, there's Melkaya. Zepron. Rahab and Duma. And Duma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, and there was a fifth that. one. He was omitted because of the development, but his name is Terrell. Okay. So that's basically the gist of it. Production began in February 97. There was a two and a half year gap between, you know, oh. actually starting production and actually coming out. The, I believe you hinted at this, that the, mm-hmm. they were showing it in magazines. Like you were able to see it everywhere. I remember demo discs coming out. Yeah, I, I had the demo disc for this game. The, I read an interview with the creator, uh-huh. the person that wrote, directed, and designed it. Her name was Amy Henning. Uh-huh. And she, funny enough, she was the creator of the Uncharted series. So she really? made this huge game, and she went on to go make Uncharted. That's and Uncharted is like wild. one of the biggest. Yeah, I had no time. idea. I didn't come across that. That's badass. And interesting that another game that she made uh-huh. was called it was a super nintendo game called michael jordan chaos in the windy city oh my god and listen you want to to hear the plot of this game so real quick this plot of this michael jordan game it's a side-scrolling action game you a little before a scotty pippen charity game michael jordan's teammates are abducted by a mad scientist named maximus cranium and you have to find them and that's it (laughs) so she went from this michael jordan game to legacy of kane to uncharted Wow. Well, yeah, it, she's she's up, really famous, uh, but she basically went on to say that they showed Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver too early to people, and everyone got so psyched. So I think it was Idos or Chris, whoever. I think it was Idos. Yeah. They were like, "Yo, you need to release this as fast as possible because people are drooling right now because they yeah, want everyone it. Everyone wants it." So they released it with half of the shit cut out. They released it because the brother was omitted. All the stuff you were talking about. Mm-hmm. All the Soul Reavers that he could have gotten. Yeah. Puzzles, content, gameplay, a lot. Like, I think it's like five hours worth of content were cut out. So at the end, you, you know, the ending, you, you fight Kane, you come yeah. out. I told you, you meet, you meet Mobius. Mobius, who just shows up at nowhere. And yeah, yeah, yeah. he says something. And I read that apparently when you fight Kane, the original ending of this, as you fight uh-huh. Kane, Kane gets injured. You suck out some of his soul. You get a new ability. There's like three or four more like huge areas. You find out that Kane ran away to like this retreat, this like mountain castle that he has, this mountain retreat, which is fucking weird. I don't even like he's a vampire in a desolate world. Why does sure. he need a retreat? But you you fight him, you kill him, and then another weird thing was that apparently it's your destiny to go to this cathedral and play this, what's those like giant uh, organs? You play a giant organ in this cathedral and apparently the pipes cleanse the population of vampires for good. Like this is like this mystical pipe cleaning. I don't know what, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck it was, but apparently you do this and the pipes like wipe out all the vampires everywhere. And the, the elder god, the dude you were talking about that's raised underneath the elder, the elder, the elder. Basically, he just thanks Raziel for doing it. And, and he's like, yo, thanks. Thanks for doing that. See you later. And then so, the yeah. game ends. 
Either way, that's it. Sounds like they didn't have an ending for this game in general. So yeah, that, right. if it was if it was the original ending or if it was the abrupt ending that we got, it still seems like seemed like very good. Yeah, like I'm kind of glad that they took away like five hours of content. It would have just been like nonsense. No, I mean the the content would have been cool. I think. Well, well, it depends on your your direction of it. So check this. I didn't. So I thought it was a very well done graphically game. Like mm. probably nine out of ten. Um, did you hear what it, when it released, how it was acclaimed? Uh, I don't have ears, so I couldn't hear that at the time, but. How it was acclaimed? Uh, <laughs> it got like a 91 out of 100 on like, uh, basis of all the websites. This is according to like Metacritic and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Most people say it was the most ambitious game of its time. Oh, it was. Uh, like, so it got good reviews. It's not like people hated it and no one bought it. Here's something that's crazy to me, and I didn't realize it until I just saw this right here. So I really love the music in it. It's very well done, like everything else. Um, <clears throat> Kurt Harlan composed most of the music for Soul River. Jim Hedges handled the remaining audio. I don't know. Who cares? Under, Harlan remarked that under Amy Henning's direction, who you mentioned, yeah. program music to change based on the current gameplay situation. For example, combat or swimming. This variation was accomplished through a custom musical instrument digital interface driver, which altered music based on signals from the game engine. Each vampire tribe had corresponding music. One tribe That's of vampires. That's fucking amazing. I know, and this is 99. This is what started this whole shit. Because now this is like commonplace. Like this it's is what like a child do. could do this for our mobile app, you know? Right. No. <laughs> Not 99. Yeah. One tribe of vampires was associated with slow, thumping theme to convey a sense of working machinery. What? Further fit their environment, the sound team consulted level designers regarding layout and appearance. Music from both Soul Reaver and Soul Reaver 2 released in the soundtrack. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, so do you know you... who um, Michael Bell was the voice Michael of Michael Bell was Raziel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who that is? Um, He's I like know, a voice actor in a million stuff. things. He's a, yeah. He, but it's like a secondary actor in everything you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. Yeah. That, I mean, another side note. It has been the same Raziel and same Kane from the very first game, uh, Blood Omen, to the very last one they made. So they keep it consistent because they knew these guys are fucking great. So I'll give them that. And you were saying mm-hmm. something about uh, uh, Soul Reaver 2, right? I started touching on it. I actually never beat Soul Reaver 2. Oh, wait. Well, I... so now what's really interesting. You were just talking about all these crazy things about like how the sound changed and yeah. the architecture and the no load times. Like if this game was so fucking great, phenomenal, and it was critically acclaimed and people, I think a lot of people just didn't like the ending and they knew that it was unfinished. But sure. other than that, it sold really well. So what the fuck happened? What the fuck happened to the series? So you never played Soul Reaver 2. I did. I remember having it for the PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. It came out in 2001. Came out for the PS2 and the Windows. It was just called. I don't Soul even Reaver think it's called Legacy of Kings. Soul, Soul Reaver Two. Yeah. It was literally just called Soul Reaver Two, yeah. and it just continued. So since they had to abruptly end Soul Reaver One, they kind of just went off that. They made that abrupt ending like legit. So they, it literally starts from where that ends, and he comes out and he talks to the guy Mobius. And yeah, he like, literally comes out of the fight scene. You're in the same yeah. room, which is weird. It's almost like okay. And so there's again I. I vaguely remember this. I remember really liking it, but I remember there's way more time travel in this. There's way more 
you find out more about the past of Nosgoth itself between the time of Cain picking the band ending and nail. And you find oh. out that there was a group of people called the Seraphan. Seraphan, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seraphan, whatever. They were like yeah. vampire hunters. They fucking despised vampires and they wanted to like destroy them throughout the whole time. So in the history of Nosgoth, you go back in time and you go back to a period of time where before Cain kind of corrupted everybody and you actually fight your human self and you actually wind up winning in that fight. Oh, you kill yeah. one of the bosses is Raziel as a human. Yeah. You fight him, you kill him, and he's dead. And in the future, he gets raised by Cain as a vampire lieutenant. So you're yeah. the reason why yeah. you're the you're reason, the reason why he's dead. dead. It's a, it's a, that's a time loop thing, which I always find weird because there's no way to get out of them. Yeah, it's like then he wouldn't be here if he didn't kill himself as a human. Then how would he go back in time to stop himself from killing they himself get, as yo, a human? Yeah. They, the, the time, the time, the time shit in this, these games is so ridiculous. You can't even, <laughs> I watched an eight hour YouTube video of all the cutscenes. Wait, so much recently. And I can't even tell you the time trial. I can't even tell you the logic behind it in this time trial. All right. So we can, so we did as much good talk as we can do on the game. Uh, actually, I want to end on this for good talk. Uh, but, 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 but. Actually, what's weird is um, Soul Reaver 2 that you mentioned was a, a PlayStation 2 exclusive. I think that Oh, hurt. it wasn't. Okay, so I thought it came that out. Probably, no, it, so. and that, that probably hurt them. Um, ah. The story picks up directly after blah, blah, blah. I just saw something that said it was negative about it. Uh, where was it? Oh, it was criticized for being no side quests and having, e and it was easier than its predecessor. Oh. Uh, whatever. I have no idea. I vaguely recall it. So did but, you know... Mm -hmm. At the same time as them, as Eidos making Soul Reaver and Soul Reaver 2, there was a, a side company. I I think it was Crystal Dynamics, or I'm not really sure 100% what the company was making it, but they made a sequel to Blood Omen. They made a Blood Omen 2. Blood Omen 2, correct. So, so that, that came out after Soul Reaver 2. That though, came out in 2002 for the PS2, Windows, Xbox, GameCube. And it's just, it's weird because I don't think anyone gives a shit about it. It's just about like sexy Kane. He's got like abs and he's just, it's just his escapades, like as a vampire, like when he yeah. chose to be a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. I remember I played a demo of that game or I downloaded an illegal version of that game or something. And I was whoa, like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm sorry. Did you just admit to a crime? No, no, no. My, my son did. He's only five. You can. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Your son, who you currently have, downloaded a game from 2002? Yeah. Anyway, you can arrest him. FBI, I'll hand him over. Uh, it all gets wiped when he's 18 anyway. Let him serve some time. It'll teach him a lesson. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a piece of shit anyway. So, so just, just to, I'm just going to roll through the rest of the series just to kind of Got give it. you a... Do you have an order? Yeah, them? just give you a look of where it went. Got so it. then after Blood Omen 2 came out, I don't think really people cared or liked about it. He's just... No. It's just a really no, weird entry. It. And it's it was my screening, and I didn't play Blood Omen 2. So... <laughs> So then they jump, they go full hog into the time travel shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then in 2003, Legacy of Kane Defiance comes out for the PS2 oh, yeah, Xbox. Defiance, oh my god. So in that, you play as both Kane and Raziel. Yeah, you, you go through, yeah, you go through yeah. the past. Oh, you find out that that guy Mobius was the reason behind all this. Because of course, these fucking time it's travel so things, you always find the least suspecting person. Apparently, sure. the guy who just showed up for five minutes in one episode. Yeah, he was the reason... 
Cain started like a war with the humans and did a genocide and they try to figure out a way to stop him. And again, like I said, I watched an eight hour video on YouTube of all these cutscenes, and I couldn't, I can't even tell you oh, what defiance was about. <laughs> so I think afterwards people kind of had, not that they had enough. They were just, there was just too much shit going on. Like, it wasn't cool. It was like stupid. It was like, yeah, it was getting ridiculous. Well, and, it, and also they're, they're basing everything on nostalgia. And like at this point, a, the nostalgia ran out, and B, they're going in weird directions, and C, it's like, it's not even, like, they're running on the same technology. It's not like it's, like, super fresh, up-to-date shit. It's like, yeah. hey, it's the same old shit, now we got a worse story, and everything's more convoluted. Mm-hmm. You want to jump back in, and everyone's like, no. So, they let the they let the franchise, I guess, sleep, because they mm-hmm. were like, but of course they wanted to make money, and they couldn't think of a, a way to do it. Right. And then in January of 2015... There was an open beta for a game that they announced called oh, Nazgoth. Uh, this guy. Uh-huh. It was a free online multiplayer. I remember this game. Because mm-hmm. it, it was hype because it was like, oh shit, like there's an online multiplayer taking place in Legacy of Kane world. And there's one video something. you'll find that circulates everywhere that's like a 15 minute video that I vividly recall about this game. But yeah. Yeah, and it was it was just a multiplayer game where you play as either a human or a vampire. And they're the sort of plot of it, even though there was no real plot. <laughs> it takes place, um, apparently, so I don't remember this part either, but in Legacy of Cain Soul Reaver, at some point, Cain stabs Raziel or fucking punches him in the face or kicks his dick in or something, and he gets knocked out. And then he jumps in a time stream. And apparently between, time between the time that he did that and then when he came back from the time stream... Shit just went wild in Nazgoth. Like, there was no leaders. All the clans were all crazy. So this takes place in that time where Cain wasn't around, Raziel was knocked out, and there was just chaos. So this takes place in between then. And I was so confused. I'm like, why would you... This doesn't make sense. Why would you make a game? Nobody really wants this. And then I did some more digging, and I found out that there was supposed to be another game in the Legacy of Cain series. Before ah, so this is like a, what they were trying to make as a game and they just kind of ripped it into a yeah game. and like they sort of kind of just caved to like the whole multiplayer thing before yeah. it bigger than it is now mm-hmm. uh in 2012 i believe maybe sooner there began work on a ps4 ps3 x like all the xbox all the systems at the time there was a game coming out called legacy of kane dead sun i don't know if you know about this no i don't so Legacy of Cain Dead Sun was set in the far future of the Legacy of Cain world, long after the events of Soul Reaver and Defiance, which was the last, like, actually mainline one. And players controlled a new guy named Gein. Like, <laughs> the last, the name is spelled like Ed Gein. So it's G-E-I-N, which is, why would you fucking name a character after a people eater? But it says Gein, he's a vampire, and you also play as Asher, a human whose soul's became intertwined as they traveled the land of Nazgoth. And this this stuff leaked. I remember they, were, they sort of promoted it when it got put out, and they were hyping it. And the guy Gein and the Asher character arc would escalate from a quest of revenge to a journey, which would kind of, of course, decide the fate of the world. I'm sure the pillars of Nazgoth would be in it. Blah, blah, blah. Time travel. Whatever the fuck you want to call it. There was a vampire child. There was the Elder God he was in it. Uh... And here's the thing, Square Enix, you know the company that makes... Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, they bought Eidos 
in 2009. Yes. Okay. So they owned the rights to this new game they were making. Huh. And they just didn't like it. And <laughs> what they wanted to do was they didn't want to make a reboot, but they didn't want to retcon everything. So they they wanted to just use the world and they wanted to use like character names in like the broadest term possible so you didn't have to play the old games. Yeah. And there was a multiplayer part of it. So there was a single player and the multiplayer. They scrapped the single player and turned the multiplier into Nazgoth and then released Nazgoth. <laughs> That's awesome. So then Nazgoth like, failed. Uh, uh, let's go. Nobody cared about it. I remember my girlfriend was playing it uh, when we first started dating. It was like 2015. Oh, she was super oh, psyched. And was she, she was, like, was she 16 yet or whatever? Whoa. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just remember that she was hype about she it. She wasn't. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She was just at bedtime with like 8 p.m. Yeah, because that, that's not going to get me in trouble. <laughs> uh, moving on. Moving on. But uh, yeah, that's. I just remember it existing. And then it literally four months later, the servers went down because nobody cared. So it's just a crazy thing that we talk about. Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver, such fucking reverence. And this game did everything years before anything else did. And, you know, you compared it to Siphon so, Filter. Siphon Filter sucked dick <laughs> when it compared to the graphics. I mean, I love Siphon Filter. Uh, Siphon Filter had some of the coolest gameplay Listen, ever. Do you remember um, following the guy in your tuxedo and yeah, rolling? Yes, I do. Of course you do. And Tom, you do. I'll blow that game until the cows come home. Yeah. But it, all in all, it sucked. Compared it to Legacy. Did, but uh, I always talk with um, the other Dan about this. Like, there is a factor of fun. Mm -hmm. um, I think the Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver had some fun to it. It probably wasn't the most fun game in the world. No, no. The I other, agree. It's probably so dreary. Right. It was very dreary, very dark, very gothic. But this is what's interesting. The other games in the series had probably zero fun. Okay. Like, you were playing them just to play... Just to the, continue the, the fucked-up time yeah, story. Yeah, the story and the, the characters and play the atmosphere and everything, which was awesome. But really, they probably weren't that much fun. No, I As, agree. I, I mean, here's the crazy thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, would say, I wanted to say I would go back and play them in a heartbeat just to kind of do a run-through and say, like, oh, you're right, this wasn't fun. I don't... <laughs> this isn't as good as I remember. Right. right. But Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver... Mm -hmm. And most of that series has not been re-released in any way, shape, or form. I think that usually that's like um, I, that's usually a red flag that Windows or Microsoft or uh, there's always a company involved that wants more money than they're worth, and mm -hmm. that it's not worth releasing this because, like, I don't know who wants to play it again. Like, well, I, so the only the only mm -hmm. one I know that got re-released was on the PS3. You were able to play PS1 games because they were they could easily yeah, yeah, backwards compatible backwards compatible. So yeah, yeah, yeah. just Blood Omen, the first Blood Omen was really? backwards compatible, and I had that. Is that where you played it? And that's where I remember. It? Yeah, that's where I played it for the first time. I think it was like you know ten years ago or something like that. But it's just crazy that Soul Reaver one, Soul Reaver two, Defiance. Um, was that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Defiance but it's just crazy more. that. You know, right now you can play PS2 games on the PlayStation 4. Like, there's a way to do that on their streaming yeah. service. But I don't, I think with all the red tape involved, it's so fucked up with all these companies. Yeah. They're like, nah, we don't want you to play these games because we even we know that you're not going to get the time travel shit. Right. And also, they have to port it. So, porting a game is like apparently it takes forever to do. And it's yeah, boring your, your and stupid. And, your mom actually ports games. It's weird. She has the hop, 
what do they call it? The biggest port in the industry? So, uh, <laughs> so, so I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Uh, I don't know. It was immature. So what we're getting at, folks, is that uh, Legacy came was beyond its time. It was awesome. It was literally worth having an AOL screen name about. Yeah. Other? I mean, you could you could literally games. say what the what the fuck <laughs> happened? Like, yeah, I don't know. Why do people like people cared about this series? Because when the news of did you? Legacy so came, I just read a stat while we were talking that said um. 46% of all Legacy of Kane related sales. So mm-hmm. Blood Omens, uh, Defiance, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver 2, Blood Omen 2. Of all the games combined, Legacy of Kane, Soul Reaver made up 46% of the sales of all the games. Holy shit. No, I mean, that's it's kind of ridiculous because it made up half of the sales of every game and it's probably one of six games. Yeah. So it's literally six times better i guess is that the math i'm not good at uh, i'm not good yeah i don't know the math either but either way it's better than all the other games in the series by a large margin it had a bigger team a bigger production did you i i actually read friggin back in 1999 they had a four million dollar marketing program for this game that involved wait that involved articles pictures online stuff like that and i was like that's so funny that's literally i love the way yeah i love the way that they're they're tooting like we had pictures online well like but but i mean i'm telling you this is like the first game to have that kind of stuff where i could like look up concept art and stuff and it was aimed at people like me who uh fucking bought the game and didn't care that the uh ending was cut short well this is definitely the first game like if you had a game out now and you hyped it everywhere. You put it on all social media. You made commercials. You, uh-huh. you know, so toys for it. Like there was Legacy of Kane toys. I remember there's a Raziel action figure. Literally, I never had in, one. Well, there's there's one in the comic book store near me. Oh damn! This dude sells a Soul Reaver two Raziel. I've seen it before. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy that I think Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver was the first um, social like hype train hype, hype train? train for a game. Yeah. I mean, again, like Final Fantasy VII came out. Uh, like there was Mario games. There was sure. all this shit. But I think Soul Reaver like kind of transcended, you know, pun intended. Like it kind of shifted through another like realm to get across to more people. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it was one of the first ones to use all the different medias, which is what I said in the beginning, kind of. And you were like, that doesn't make sense. And now you're like, yeah, it does make sense. Well, I mean, see here with the Famicom, we like to steal people's ideas and then kind of edit out <laughs> and then the parts we don't like. And re reintroduce them as your own. So basically what I'm going to do is when I edit this uh, podcast. It's just I'm you just talking. Gonna, it's just me talking with all my ideas. It's oh, a great idea, dude. I'm sure you'll have more viewers. And, uh... So I don't really have guests. I just have people <laughs> that I can kind of edit out their ideas. And then just steal it? Yeah, so it sense. just sounds like I'm talking to myself, oh, but God. taking you out. That that kind of reminds me of, I don't know if have you ever heard of the PlayStation One game called Apocalypse? No, it's it starred Bruce Willis. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what they did with that game. I mean, this little like side thing, but that game came out and they made this game, and Bruce Willis was only supposed to be your sidekick. Like there was a whole another character. So all of Bruce Willis. I'm literally remembering this game and commercials for it and pieces of it and pictures of it as we're talking. This is so weird. Go ahead, keep talking. Well, he so all of Bruce Willis's dialogue was responses. Well, it's all well, it was all like if I said, 
hey, let's go this way, Bruce Wallace. Oh and he was God, like, God, yeah, dude, I remember right. this game. So all of his dialogue was responses. And as they were finishing production, the production company was like, wait, why wouldn't someone want to play as Bruce Wallace? Let's just cut it. Let's just cut this dude out and you play as Bruce Wallace. But they kept in all Bruce Wallace's weird dialogue that was just responses. So if you play that game uh-huh. in the cutscenes, his replies to another person are, are his himself? solo replies. So he would come out like of a door and be like, what are you talking about? And it's supposed to be him responding to somebody, but they just kept it in. So it's just him by himself. It's so uh-huh. weird. Dude, this it's is also weird so game. weird. I played this game. I actually, uh, I rented this from Blockbuster. I'm looking at it. It had the power-ups. It was mm-hmm. a top-down shooter, uh, kind of like a side scroll or a little bit because it would change dimensions some ways. But then yeah. it had power-ups. Oh, my God, dude, I remember this game. I actually got probably three-quarters of the way through, and it was due back, and I never I played I should have saved that for another episode of What the Famicom Podcast. Yeah, that's wild. That's in itself. And wait, I didn't, I didn't um, gather from the dialogue or anything, but I was probably also like ten or fourteen or whatever the fuck we were. I, I was doing a lot of drugs back then, so I kind of knew. Yeah, you still are the same Maybe. drugs, actually the exact same drugs. The exact you same. Just, yeah. You just throw them up and use them again every day. <laughs> that blessed, dude. That's how you save money. <laughs> so. so wrap it up dude wrap it I up guess we gotta wrap it up i mean we talked we about gotta wrap it up That's we talked about uncharted we talked about legacy king we talked about Bruce Willis apocalypse stop stealing yeah. the unpanders idea why are you talking so fast is that what you do on your pot well let's yeah, just really. i mean right, i'm right. gonna let's really <clears throat> our friend so nick we, here has another podcast no i don't want to i don't want to promote it i don't even want to talk about it okay i'll just shut i'll shut up now. it's the unpanderers folks if you type in un and then panderer so, like, if you're a panderer, we're not that. So, if you want to donate money, I won't do shit for you, okay? You can try and make me pander. You can give me a million bucks. I'll tell you to shove it up your butthole. Anyway, we're the Unpanders. We love everyone. You guys give a listen. Donate some money. That'd be great. <laughs> you, can, you can find them on YouTube, uh, Instagram, right? No? Yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude. We're on everything. Just type in the word. You'll find okay. it. If anyone wants <laughs> okay. to find shit, they'll find it. It's not like they're like... They're like, oh, I really wanted to find him, but I gave up after a minute. I like, gave up because I typed yeah. UN. I didn't feel like typing. Yeah, yeah, I was like, ah. So, anyway, this is a this is gonna be a good podcast, dude. Yeah. So, if no, you no, also want to, if you. you also want to follow uh, my friend Nick here, his handle is Molten Funk. Again, mine is What the Famicom on every social media platform. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, give me some feedback. If you, you got any, uh, anything else you want to say? Feedback too. No, no, if you didn't enjoy it, give it feedback, too. Well, that's why I actually always like to end it with, if you didn't enjoy it, please give me feedback so I can unfollow you and block you, and okay. I don't want to talk to you ever again. No, I actually enjoyed being on your uh, your podcast, dude, even though it was terrible. I hated it. But Oh, is it off? Are we still recording? Oh, oh my God. Oh, my Jesus. God, yeah. Anyway, so, thanks. Again, I appreciate you guys listening. That is it for episode three of What the Famicom. I don't know oh. what we're going to – whatever the title is that shows up, Maybe it'll be a pun on Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver. Like Soul a, Peaver, maybe it'll yeah, be? Yeah, like a porn parody pun. Like yeah. uh, Leggy Son Legacy of Kane Butt Reaver or something. Legacy Legacy of P? Soul Peaver? I don't know. That's... It's done. That's the title. All right, Molten Funk, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right, Thanks everybody. for having me on. I like, the, I like your audience. They're cute. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for listening, and see you next time. What was the famicom? What was the famicom?